Welcome to my podcast, Diary of a Codependent Love Addict. Thank you for joining me on my quest from full-blown love addict to sobriety. From enabler of an alcoholic mother and wife to finding relief in 12-step programs. Join me on this roller coaster journey of life with addicts while becoming one myself. This is Diary of a Codependent Love Addict. Thank you for joining me on today's episode, Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For, which is a reference to a YouTube song from the 80s. Those of you who uh, are older than 40 or music aficionados are going to know the song and what I'm talking about. Um, I consider myself a spiritual person as opposed to being a religious person. For a good portion of my life, I've always been a religious person, and that didn't really work out for me. I, there was a lot to religion that I still don't understand, whereas with spirituality, I understand the purpose of it, and I understand how it plays a part in my life. So let's talk a little bit about how I went from being religious to being spiritual. As a kid, um, I remember my mom getting having me baptized at around seven years old. I didn't understand what being baptized meant, but I remember the process. I remember walking to this pastor's house. I remember the pastor talking to my mom about what was going to happen in the baptism. And I remember him um, putting me in a tub of water and saying things that I didn't understand for a seven-year-old. Now, I didn't, um, I, I didn't get in touch with religion again until uh, my sister gave me this. She had gone into... Uh, she had gone into the military and she had gone to the army and she had sent home to me a children's Bible. And I remember going through that children's Bible and looking at all the stories. And I was looking at the illustrations first. And then, you know, as I began to read, try to understand what was happening. So that was my first real understanding about religion. And then later on, um, in, in elementary school, we had a lady who would come to our school on Wednesdays. I'll never forget it. Um, and she would pick up about four of us. And she would take us to this church. This was during school hours. Um, and she would talk to us about the Bible. And I would know a lot of what she was talking about based upon the book that my sister had sent to me. So I was familiar with the stories she was talking about, but I really didn't understand a lot of what it meant to me and how it applied to my life. I had to have been around maybe nine at this point, maybe eight, maybe nine, nine or 10, actually. 
So I really didn't understand a lot of how this would play out in my life. Now I wouldn't uh I wouldn't get back to religion again until around high school. I had a lot of questions in high school. You know, a lot of those questions you have like how is, you know, how is the world made? How is it, you know, that God plays a part in this and that? And I begin to have a lot of questions. And um I remember going to church with my aunt. My mom didn't drive. Um, wherever we went, we took the bus. So my aunt would take me to church with her. And she she belonged to this Baptist church in our area. And I remember going with her and trying to understand what was going on. You know, they had that Sunday Bible school. And once again, I understood the stories and the philosophy behind those stories, but I didn't know how those stories applied to my life. Now, you know, contrary to popular belief, um, church in African-American households is not a one-day thing. So when you hear comedians talking about, you know, there's a prayer meeting on on Monday and then there's choir practice on Tuesday. Yes, that does happen. And I remember my aunt taking every opportunity to get me to go to church with her um, because there would be other kids there and and we would sit down and we would talk about religion and how, you know, the stories were, but still I didn't kind of understand how it applied to my life. So my aunt went to one church and then she moved to another church and I began to go with her to that church. I'm still not understanding what was going on in terms of how it meant to me, but I went with her because I liked the music that they were playing. I liked being around other uh, kids, and I understood the stories from using my children's Bible. Now, as I got into high school, I decided that I wanted to experiment with religion. So I went from being a Baptist to being um, a Catholic. And I quickly realized that I cannot be a Catholic. Um, there were, for me, there were a lot of rituals that I didn't understand. Um, I don't speak Latin, so that was kind of a barrier for me. And But I went. I went for like a year to this church just so I could understand what that meant. Um, after my senior year in high school, I never went back to to church again until college. So after it was like high school, it ended my experimentation with religion ended. I get to college and I'm starting to date more, you know, in high school, you kind of date, I get to, to college and I'm, I'm dating this one young lady. And she says, Hey, I would like for you to go to my church. 
and I wasn't opposed to going to church with her, but I'd kind of almost grown out of it. So I decided to go with her to her church. And what I found is that I really enjoyed the church that she belonged to. It wasn't the preaching of fire and brimstone. It wasn't, as most people would say, the hooping and hollering. There was none of that. There was just a message. You know, there was just this, you know, let's talk about life and how the Bible plays into that. And that was more my style. That was something that I kind of understood. Well, we broke up maybe six or seven months later, and I never went back to that church again. As a matter of fact, I didn't go to any churches again after that. I wouldn't go back to church until about maybe 15 years later. It was during Christmas, and I'm single, and I'm alone, and I'm thinking to myself, I really need to go to church. I really need, it's Christmas time. I wanted to get this, you know, the Christmas story. And I remember um, catching a bus um, and going to the church, the last church that I'd gone to that I enjoyed. And I sat there and I really enjoyed what the pastor was saying. Um, and I kept going. So after that, I would belong to that church. I would end up being a member of that church. Um, I didn't become a member until, I'm going to say, maybe 10 years later. I, you know, I had been going to church there all that time, but I didn't become a full-blown member until 10 years later. Uh, and in that time, I began to ask myself, ask more questions about what it was that I needed in my life, what I understood, and how it applied to my life. And around this time, um, I met my ex-wife, and we kind of went to church together. I introduced her to this church, but she is the non-spiritual, non-religious type. She only went because I wanted her to go. And see, that was the sign of the <laughs> the apocalypse for me from the get-go. We were not equally yoked where I wanted to go. And she was just like, I'm going because you're going. I don't understand it, but I'm going because you go. My children were baptized at this church. And then after our divorce, I kept going. I kept going to that same church. But I still had questions, right? Um, somewhere around four years ago, maybe five years ago, began my recovery journey. And I'll talk more about how I got into a 12-step program to begin with. And I'll do that in a later podcast. But let's just say that a requirement was that I go to a 12-step program. So I'm like, okay, so I start off with Al-Anon and they go over the principles and they go over, you know, a higher power and I'm kind of going a higher power and I didn't understand what a higher power meant at the beginning of the meeting and by the end of the meeting, it made more sense to me and then I started to read more on higher powers and how it related to me.
And from that point, I, my, my thought process began to change on, on religion. It went from, you know, this almighty power which governs the earth and you have to believe in these rules and these regulations and, you know, if you don't do this, this is how you are and, you know, you're going to be judged to understanding that there's a force that encompasses this earth that if you believe in this thing called a higher power that you can receive calmness and and you can live a life that is void of condemnation void of arrogance void of anger void of it's being able to live your best life knowing that something cares about you in this universe. A lot of people, when they come to program, they rebel against having a higher power. There are a lot of atheists and a lot of agnostics that when they first get there and they hear the word God, they are automatically turned off to what's being said not knowing that a higher power can be whatever you want it to be. For some people, it's God. For some people, it's Mother Nature. For some people, it's the wind. For some people, it's a tree. For some people, it's their dog. For some people, it's a rock. For some people, it's the beach. It can be whatever you want it to be. My higher power happens to be God. And not the God that you see on, on posters or pictures up on the wall or what the Bible says. My God is my own personal God that I talk to daily, all day long. And because of that, I have grown spiritually tenfold. And I have been able to do some awesome work on myself. Um, besides my spirituality, I do meditate. You know, if you're just beginning in program, you're going to hear meditation works. And it does. It calms me down enough so that I can think about what it is that I either I'm trying to do or I'm trying to think about. Spirituality has allowed me to Think about forgiving people. It's allowed me to say, I get it. You were not aware of what you were doing. Or maybe you were aware of what you were doing. But I'm not the judge of you. And that's not my, that's not my problem. My problem is making sure that I'm okay. Spirituality has allowed me to forgive myself. Because for the longest time, I thought, Everything was my fault. If I had just been a better son, if I had made more A's, if I had, you know, been the head of this program, or if I had done this, or if I had been a better husband, or if I could be a better father, 
you know, and it's allowed me to say, you are who you are, and it's okay. I've allowed you to be okay. You have to be okay with yourself. Forgive you. And so I've been able to forgive myself due to spirituality. Now, spirituality is not for everybody. If you're the religious person, hey, and you, you get something from religion, who am I to say that that's wrong? That's your belief. Rock on. For me, I believe in spirituality. And I'm going to say that and I'm sticking to it. Thank you for joining me today on Diary of a Codependent Love Addict. And hopefully you'll join me again soon on my journey to sobriety. Thank you.